and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer, half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now has joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a warforged artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but I've since left and resumed an adventure with my mouth friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild and I am helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hi, I'm Ali and I'm playing Lirishana, the Moon Druid, um, who has previously been stuck in a gemstone for this past 600 years but has since escaped. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yerda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. I gave them no warning once again because it's my favourite thing to do is to not give them any warning when we're coming across. Hello, everybody. <laughs> give them all a wave. Hello. How are we doing, guys? Welcome. Welcome to our Dungeons & Dragons stream, Tyranny of Dragons. Um, we've got almost everybody here with us tonight. Um, we've got almost everybody here tonight. We uh, are just missing Jared, who is he's chosen financial gain over us here tonight. He's offered some chance to get some overtime. Sold out. Yeah, sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, want to call him. Pay rent. Yeah. Is there is there a word for someone who compromises on their morals for money? No, I can't think of one. I'll come up with I'll come up with a word for that. There's people who like sell their bodies for money. People who like do work for money. Um, but mm. people who compromise on their morals for money. I don't think there's a specific word for that yet. Apart from sell out, which Michael did model. So I will. I'm going to invent a fantasy term to describe someone who. Um, compromises their morals for money uh, no no <laughs> we're, uh, we're completely kidding uh jared i hope you had a good, uh, good long over over overwork shift and you just had a really tough time that um we, he will be joining us back again next wednesday uh, there was a bit of a chance that we might be switching our days uh, i had posted something on twitter please disregard we are just going to be going with our normal normal wednesday next week and i will be deleting said twitter how's everyone been going how have we all been traveling? Claire, Michael, you look like you're in a new space. I don't, I haven't seen that wall before. Again, yes, but this is yes. the perma, perma wall. This is, we wall. are finally settled down somewhere. Perma wall? We've settled in a place. Yeah. Whether this is the perma wall is different, but. Yeah, that's yeah right. Are you going to knock down see. some walls, Michael? No, we're just going to maybe move room for the streaming purposes. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, that oh. makes more sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot simpler than knocking down a wall. Now I feel like <laughs> That was extremely <laughs> dramatic, Owen. Like, <laughs> Get off wall now, like. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, maybe, maybe, maybe like purchasing purchasing houses, maybe a bit gung ho with like knocking shit down. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got new home. Don't, don't do that. That's, yeah. I've, just, I've discovered that like um, our shower head's not great, so uh, I tore it off the wall the other day and installed a new one. And then like the washing machine, no, sorry, not the washing machine. The dishwasher wasn't getting up to temperature, so I was just like tear this shit apart, and I literally tore it out of the out of the wall. <laughs> what a new one to put Rip it in. I've gone. I've gone a bit crazy. Done. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm the basilisk in like the second Harry Potter. Rip, tear, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's been really fun. Uh, thank you everybody who joined me for the Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus stream on Saturday. We had an absolute blast. That was so much fun. Um, thank you to Ali who transferred me to Pokemon. No, thank you for nicknaming them Peanut and Butter. I'm always going to do a serious playthrough. Change them. And now, I, and I can't change the names. And now I have to name my third starter because it's a group of three into Jelly because otherwise <laughs> she's just like she's ruined me. I, there's no winning for me here. So I haven't changed it yet, but I'm going to have to at some point, I assume. Um, and there's no Pokemon also... breeding. Oh, yeah, go. No, I was just gonna say I also really want to know who the sharp-eyed viewer is that figured out what our trading code was oh, and yeah. tried to snipe the Pokemon from. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Some, oh, wow. some one oh. viewer, one of you sneaky little shits, um, overheard me say Ray, the link code out loud. I'm gonna find you. Uh, one of those little shits. Um, <laughs> found out the link code or overheard me muttering it under my breath and got in before I could and almost got a Cyndaquil for free. <laughs> like, almost. Wow. Wow. Ali, it's only because and, Ali you know, Porsche is like, oh, did you change your name? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I want to say, GG, well done, well played, but uh, you're going to have to get up a little bit earlier in the morning to get, and, and not that much earlier, actually. Like, you almost got us. <laughs> it was very close. <laughs> You almost had us. Um, also, thank you, Ali, for trading me a level 60 Umbreon called Varus. Very nice. Oh, uh, nice. Very nice. Oh, uh, nice. I, can't, I can't use him yet because he's level 60, but one day... He won't listen to you. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't listen to me, which is probably a bit more accurate for Varus. That's actually, you also said it's very accurate. It's, it's in character for Varus. Uh, <laughs> someone in chat said, I bet it was Archie. It wasn't Archie. It was... What, do you remember the name? It was like Jet or something. Ray. 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 Wow, isn't that yep. amazing? Like the way my brain remembered that. Jet Ray. <laughs> Clearly, like those are correlated. <laughs> thing is Ben 10. <laughs> yeah, oh, is, is that a thing in Ben 10? Jet Ray. Jet Ray. Sounds like it could be. Let us know in the comments if you watch Ben 10. <laughs> I actually, I, I vaguely know what Ben 10 is, but uh, I believe that that is a thing from Ben 10, it sounds like. Jet Ray. Um, I I've watched an excessive amount of Ben 10, but only the original series. <laughs> Oh, is it, actually thing, from, is it actually a thing from Ben 10? Is that a real thing? It's actually a thing from Ben 10. Oh, shit, it's actually from Ben 10. I thought you were joking. Oh, wow. Just no, 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 and, like, the voice that you did was actually very similar to the voice that, like, you know, the yeah. character does. So I was like, oh, you must be making a Ben 10 reference. No, I've never actually seen any Ben 10s. I just, I know about it from, like, meme culture, but I've never actually seen any. So that's crazy. Clearly, clearly there's, like, some part of the human brain when it hears the word jet ray goes to that voice <laughs> just like <laughs> jet ray <laughs> I, I thought I, th I think the voice I was doing was from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the original like 1990s animation I think that's what I was going to but that's that's hilarious that it's been um, let us know if any of the critical role voice actors voice that because I know some of them like Travis voices stuff in Ben 10 doesn't he Travis really? pretty sure he does oh, yeah. oh my goodness you've put you what is this? Am I, am I, I'm not clicking on this. It looks like a virus. Um, <laughs> it's probably a virus. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so thank, okay, you so, thank you so much for joining me for Pokemon Legends Arceus. I will indeed be playing more of that uh, this coming Saturday. I have been doing some grinding in the background and I've actually leveled myself up to fourth star without progressing in the story at all. I have done zero extra story. I have just been filling out the Pokedex like David Attenborough would do. Playing it as David Attenborough. Hello, here we have a, a Bidoof as we take a closer look at this little thing. 
Um, so that's been lots of fun. So jump back in and I'll, I'll evolve all these Pokemon up in do some more stuff. Um, we've got um, Avatar Legends tomorrow night, so make sure you come and join us for that. We've been absolutely having a blast, and that last session uh, last Thursday was a pretty hectic session. We um, we had one of our players make a wish of a spirit, which has actually come true. And that wish was to undo something in the past, which has resulted in reality rewriting itself somewhat. So very interested to see what the, uh, the consequences of that is. Someone who had died in the previous timeline has now been restored to life. Curious to see what effects that's going to have on the story. Oh, shit. Yes, that was, that was pretty intense. Practice Fathers, who's also the Fire Nation ambassador advocating for peace, had been killed in the second episode, second session. And he is now yeah. now alive again, so we've yeah, seen the consequences of that. Very cool. But tonight we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, so let's. Dungeons and Dragons! Dungeons and Dragons! Correct pronunciation. That's Right, so I better do a quick recap and then we'll jump into the story. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark dragon god, Tiamat, back into the world. Our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group Mira, Jin, Loki, Yobert, and Sharma, who are now journeying further north to try and trap the ancient continues to summon dragons to the east. Having learned many dark secrets during the party have managed to capture Varum, one of the leaders of the cult, who sadly seems to have lost his master power and his mind. Our heroes were in the town of Drifthaven, a large city built out of rafts and platforms floating on the surface of the Arctic Sea. After spending some time with the locals, the group learned that the cult did indeed pass through, attacking the town and raiding for supplies before heading further north into the vast expanse of ever-shifting seas. Pause there really quickly. Is my mic okay? Or is it being a bit weird? Drifting. It's drifting in and out. I think it's it's, it's related. All right, how's that now? Infinitely better. Yeah, it's good when you're closer, but when you go away, it's just yeah. Not I like... it, well, I've just turned the noise gain off, so let's just see how that goes. How's that now? That's better. Boop, boop, yeah, boop, boop. Good. yeah, let's just let's just leave the noise gain off. Um, that's right. I'll just edit this out. Oh god, that's the wrong button. <laughs> it's blinded my sister <laughs> with my own light. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, yeah, that's no, right. I'll uh, I'll edit this out. So I'll just do a little hand wave to edit this out for the podcast and the uh, YouTube's. Um, do, do, do. Knowing that the cult had abandoned uh, a boat that had been sunk by the townspeople some time in the past few days, the group have set out to locate it for clues. However, before they could depart, an old enemy turned ally, Langda Dreser, arrived to inform the group that Mira and Loki were needed back in Oxenfurt for urgent business. Help had arrived for the group, however. Langda Dreser had brought two new guild members, Casey, a Warforged cleric, and Baldur, a Goliath barbarian, to come and assist the group in Mira and Loki's absence. Arriving at the sunken ship, the group swam down to investigate and found an enormous white moray eel had made its home amongst the wreck. An attempt by Shana to try and drive it away with Major Image backfired spectacularly when the illusionary shark drove the eel out of the only exit, which was also towards the party. After a brief scuffle, the party emerged victorious, the body of the eel motionless on the seafloor and the wreck of the ship open and inviting. Inside, the party were able to salvage a series of maps and charts, as well as some advice pointing out areas where potentially danger could be found in a network of ice caverns. More importantly, however, they found that the easiest way to get through to the Horn and locate the Horn of Dragons was actually through a series of tunnels leading down through a larger iceberg, which then emerged back up on the other side in a section, a caldera almost, of ice. Uh, 
that formed a sheer cliff face on all sides. While the party had gone back to the boat and were attempting to sort of figure out their best strategy heading forwards, Mira and Loki spent a bit of time in Oxenfurt with um, Otalia Karnos, uh, otherwise known as Elia, uh, a silver dragon who had been Mira's mentor for a number of years, and uh, Professor Griswold, a gnome artificer who spent some time inside of Loki and upgraded him and unlocked his true potential by being sort of up inside his gears and changing around some cogs and things like that. While Mira learnt some rather disturbing news, the amulet that she was wearing around her neck, the amulet that she'd found deep within the Nunia jungle, was in fact an artifact once belonging to Tiamat. The full repercussions of this have yet to be found out. Arriving back with the party, the group headed across the ice fields and encountered a frozen body beneath the ice. Um, while Shana lagged a little bit behind, the rest of the group sort of carried on towards the entrance of the ice tunnels, deciding not to fuck with said body in the ice. Shana, however, decided to fuck with said body in the ice, um, melting it and allowing this creature to emerge, uh, who revealed herself pretty quickly once being introduced to the main group as a sea hag, uh, known as the Sea Mother or the Ocean Mother. A fight broke out, the party were victorious, despite some close scrapes, and were able to capture two of the Sahugan, which had been taken back and locked inside the brig. Deciding to take a bit of a tea break before trying to tackle the uh, frigid cold of the ice tunnels, the group had a bit of a conversation, which ultimately culminated in Mira having a bit of a moment, uh, almost a panic attack, I think would be an accurate description. Hey, Claire. Mm. Yeah, a bit of a panic that's attack. That's what I was going for representing. Yeah. Uh, storming out of the undercroft of the ship, uh, ship and heading up towards the top deck. And when she attempted to use her magic, um, her ice magic, unfortunately, fire magic was summoned instead. Loki went to go comfort and talk to her, and the two were able to kind of talk through some of Mira's concerns and I think alleviate some of the anxieties Mira was having before heading back downstairs. And kill me. Yeah. yeah. Sneaky boy Yerveth, however, decided to eavesdrop on this conversation and caught some interesting tidbits of information. While Sneaky Boy Yerveth was doing this, however, Shana and Jin discovered they had more in common than they first thought. Their warlock patron was in fact the same individual. Dreaming Dark and Varus was the same person. An ancient entity which now resides in the Shadowfell that had been partially responsible for the destruction of Lyra. Oh, Shana, sorry, Shana's original realm. The interesting tidbit, I think, the most interesting was that it was more Shana's fault than Varus's. And in fact, the actual destruction had been wrought by an entity known as Hadar, the Dark Hunger. The first time I think Shana has heard that particular entity referred to. Uh, definitely the first time Jin has heard about this entity. Um, for the players, however, they're not the first time they've heard about Hadar the Dark Hunger. And there was a, a very nice moment where everyone went, oh shit, which I quite enjoyed those moments where players go, no, <laughs> don't just type in in chat. That's it exactly. Um, we left off last session with um, Varus kind of talking his way back into Jin's and Shana's good books a little bit. The conversation, he was very convincing and pointed out some, I would say, some, some interesting facts and figures and opinions that kind of swayed both of them more towards his side than they had been previously. And as the rest of the party emerged from the top of the stairs, Varus melted back into the shadows, unfortunately taking Mira's favourite teacup with him. <coughs> She's allergic to that news. 
Yeah, look, she's sneezing. Absolutely allergic to that news. Um, it's just tears. Tears streaming down my face. And, and there's no teacup to catch it now. So what are you going to do with it? Um, <laughs> and we ended last session with the party having a short rest, taking a bit of time to gather their thoughts, come to terms with the news and the information they've learnt before deciding to head out. Um, I'm going to chuck it back over to you guys in a second, but I'll quickly do some things with Jin. Um, Jin, as he takes his short rest, looks very distracted. Something seems to be weighing on his mind. Anyone who's got a passive insight, a passive wisdom of more than 10 can see that Jin is really thinking over something. There's something he's mulling over in his mind that he can't quite figure out. And towards the end of the short rest, he stands up and goes, Ah, I, um, I think I might take a brief moment in my room, if that's okay. I need a moment to think. And with that, he walks over to his room, opens the door, steps inside, closes it. After a few seconds, the door opens again, he leans out and goes, I'll, uh, I'll catch you up. Nods, shuts the door once more. Uh, okay. Sounds good. Have a good sleep. He's going yeah. to sleep, right? Uh, I don't... I assume so. Have fun! <laughs> if he say rather okay? creepily as he shuts his bedroom door. Is he okay? Did something... I mean, I thought I'd apologised. I thought I'd... Oh! It, no, nothing to do with the previous... Uh, conversation or topic thereof um something to do with more magical side of stuff and a disagreement and different with, of opinions with, with with me or with you who no with me oh oh it, it's a long story and not a fun one okay I'll... he'll he'll be fine he'll catch up once he gets over it i guess I just side eye you this. I'm like, okay. mm. I like, I like, you kind of shrug. <laughs> I'm just like, mm. I guess. None of my business. Mm. Okay, mm. none of mine. So, uh, we gonna go to those caves? Or <laughs> what's, what's the plan? I mean, I think we probably should. We have two people locked up in our brig at the moment. One of them is expecting to leave pretty soon, so. Yes, we need to yeah, do something. Yeah. We need to get some action, at least. Yes. At least scout it out if things not with us. Maybe. Yes, we probably shouldn't delve too deep. We can't be uh, one man short if we get trapped down there. We need all the men we can get. So just a, just a quick scouting mission into the cave, see what's there, see what we can uncover. Sounds good to me. Yeah. We'll leave a trail so that he can find us, just some marks on the wall or something. Oh, oh, yes, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I can think of something. Shall we uh, prepare our things and head off? Um, I think I'm pretty ready to go, actually. I've just... Yes, I should be fine. Is there anything we may think of me that I... Anything we feel like we may need? Do we have enough rope before we go in? Um, just in case there are any deep you know, things we need to cross or whatever. Mm. I've, I've got some myself. Do you guys have carrying rope? Oh, oh yes. I, I, I certainly have some rope. Oh, I always carry some, yes. 
I have just enough for And we have torches, um, some sort of maybe heatless torch in case the ice is, um, you know, delicate. Did you just uh, say you have just enough rope to hang a man, Lucky? I did. <laughs> I thought I heard oh that. My I, I thought I better just uh, check in and make sure the party had heard that too. Yeah, that's bleak. <laughs> um, just see if we change the mic. How's the mic sounding? Is that a bit better? Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Much better. Um, I've got just enough rope to hang a man. Like, yeah, quite, I, quite I, I like laugh along and then I just side eye Lockie like, wait, what? <laughs> what did you say? That's a standard unit of measurement, isn't it? What, hanging men? Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, it's, I hope it's a figure of speech and not, you're, you're not planning on literally hanging a man. I, I think he's literally talking about a unit of measurement. I don't know where he got that from, but that's... Yes. Okay. When, when, when you see them spooled up and then tied around, that's enough to put over. I don't know. Lucky for you, I think you should deal in exact measurements when it comes to rope. I think that would be reassuring. So, half a man? Whole man? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Just his feet. Half man's news. Feet. 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 Oh, oh that's actual not human not feet. Oh, I guess you, I guess you can hang it. Yes, you can hang a man by his feet. <laughs> absolutely can. They dangle. Yes, no, yes but then we need to work out what the average foot of a band is. It's too, too complicated. To stick, to stick to the regular measurement of, of, of feet, that would be, that'd be good. Okay. Okay. In case you were wondering, the world of Nostea <laughs> is... Measure some feet on the way so I can get an exact measurement, because if, if I have a table of all the measurements of feet, I can then correlate an average. Tell me I can locate the median and mode. That seems like a lot of data. We don't have that much time. No, I don't think we do. Maybe you could just take a small sample of all the places that we go. We can measure people's feet. I could help with that. Oh, oh God. God. What did I call tonight's session? <laughs> do we get distracted once again? <laughs> so, uh... Units of measurement aside, um, yes, we, yes, let's go. Yes, let's, let's, let, yeah, let's, uh, let's just do this. If you're wanting light, I can I can cast light that's not fire. Okay. Ah, sweet, oh, sweet. Okay, you just could have said that. That's excellent. Actually, it's, it's actually kind of cool. I'll, I'll show on, on, on a mace, you, you twist the bottom. And um, you've seen it go into fire before, but it actually can, it seems like it could oof, kick off a light. I, I was just playing with an idea of just, yes, anyway, I won't do it now. Because oh, no, that's, cool. That is rather cool, yes. That's cool, I like it. To the ice caves! Okay. To the ice caves. <laughs> Onwards. Yeah, if you if you guys insist on uh, following the plot, then yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, well, it's like, wait, wait, what do I do now? Yeah, sweet ass. Um, as you guys, no, yeah, I know. I prepared for you to be off script all night. Um, as you guys uh, begin walking down the gangplank and crunching onto the snow, you can see that some clouds have started to move overhead. Within about sort of four or five minutes of you walking, it does begin to snow once again very lightly at first and then it begins to increase ever so slightly large thick snowflakes begin falling all around after a few more minutes 
a roar cuts through the snow. Half muffled by the snowflakes falling around you, but this large roar coming from everywhere, echoing off the icebergs around you. Or fake. And then above I, you I, in the I pull sky. Along... No, no, go. No, so I, I, I pull along our friend that we've taken from the brig and be like, oh, yeah. is that the dragons? Uh, so which you're taking the priestess with you with the four arms yes. Yes. not not the four arms the f- four physical arms. Four. Um, yes all of all Sir Hugan have four arms I can confirm uh, but not four uh, as as you as you sort of push the priestess forward as you hear the Michael's enjoying that joke I can tell um, <laughs> funny enough also a Ben 10 character seriously four arms oh seriously lame. Lane. Wow, you were chilling that show tonight, Owen. Clearly. What? Maybe I need to watch it. Um, is it worth it? Ashley Johnston voices it in um, Ultimate Alien, the series. Who does, sorry? Ashley Johnston from Crit Roll. Oh, amazing. Sorry, I thought you said something else. No, no. no Crit Roll. Um, oh, Michael's gone. <laughs> He's back. Oh, um, bye. Claire's gone. Claire's gone. Oh, bye, Claire. Oh, hi, Claire. <laughs> That was hilarious. Um, no, wow. so, so yeah, as as the priestess okay. hears okay. this, as the priestess hears this roar, she immediately cowers down, looking around desperately to try and find the source of it, straining against the rope, holding her manacles in place. Uh, and as Loki asks the question, "Is that the dragon?" She nods. Oh. oh. Does it sound like the roar is coming closer to us, or is it like going away? Like it's You've not. Only heard a single us, roar echoing off icebergs around you and then again muffled by the snowfall that's around you it's very hard to pinpoint where it's coming from a few seconds later a blast of light above you in the sky over towards the uh, over towards the east from where you guys are now so you're currently headed due north over towards the east so towards your right um you see a blast of light this sort of almost like a comet trail lighting up the sky but rather than starting large and ending small it starts small and billows out um, this very sort of cold blue light pushing through the sky followed by another roar as the light goes dim again the snow begins to get heavier and heavier hail begins to drop every so often a little hailstone drops down I think we need to take the I'm going to take my shield put it on my head yeah how big the house uh, the hailstone, so one thunk, off your shield, um, and you look, it has slightly dinted your shield to the size of golf balls. Oh shit. Only very really? infrequently, but as they hit the snow, they sort of push through the, the blanket of snow, disappearing, leaving these little uh, divots in the snow in front of them. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. how, how far away was the light, like roughly? Hard like, is to it a say. Fair, a fair distance, or. It could be, yeah. It, it, it wasn't huge. It was it was small and off towards the right up in the sky. Hard to say. I mean, the problem is you're looking at it through snow and cloud cover. Was there like any sound associated with the light? Yeah, yeah. It was a roar, a roar in this gust of air that came out at the same time. Do you want to roll me a nature check or a survival check, Yovis, to see if you can try and figure out how far away it might have been? Oh, definitely a survival check for sure. I thought you might. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah, Yovis, you think a couple of hundred meters away. This isn't super oh, close, hundred. but yeah, a couple of hundred meters away. It, the thing is, with this very dense cloud cover and the snow, 
sound is very hard to pinpoint. Mm, Snow is absolutely. Kind of reflecting and absorbing the sound, and it's very hard to know exactly where things are coming from. You do get the sense, though. <laughs> so what's that in feet? Um, more than a couple of hundred feet. <laughs> um, yeah. Human feet, oh my god, you guys. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a distance away, Yerveth. You're not 100% sure. You can't see what's creating it. You don't think whatever's creating it could see you through the snow and cloud cover unless it got closer. Uh, I just glance back at everyone and go, should we keep going to the caves or should we get closer to see what's going on there? It's entirely possible that the caves would lead to this light source if both are the same destination. Sounds good to me. If we can get out of this hail, that'd be nice. I look at Wonky with his shield and I'm like, I don't have one of those. Do you want to roll me a deck save? See if you can dodge out of the way. If you're going to nominate Absolutely. yourself for a hailstone hit, sure. 17. <laughs> um, as it comes, the, the there's something about, because you're paying such close attention to the light, you're very focused on the sky and you do see sort of hurtling towards you a much larger hailstone. This one's about the oh. size... Yeah, it's about sort of 20 centimeters across. It's pretty large. Ooh, yeah. As you, as you move to the side, it cracks into the ice below you and smashes through and punches a hole directly through the sea ice that you're walking. As you look down, you see seawater sort of bubble up through the hole. Okay, caves, now go. Let's go. <laughs> as we go, I'm going to do the, um, the awkward umbrella thing where I'm going to try and get you over under there as well. <laughs> Just yeah, but though. Yeah. Ah. Um Mira, do you have a question? Yes, would shape water work on hail? Yes, it would. It is ice. If you held your hand There's... up, you could liquefy anything coming towards you. Can I make it? Can I just hold the, my hand here, and then she just puts up a thumb, and there's this little flame coming out, and it makes an umbrella, so that all the hail just kind of oh, that's cool. Forms like an um, uh, invisible umbrella over the top. Yes, of you that. can. Of course, you can. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, that's how I kind of imagine it is, is like, yeah, as you, as you hold your thumb up, yeah, a little little blue flame burning on your finger, and then above yeah. you, the snow is immediately melting and being pushed away from above you. So it's almost like the shape of an umbrella above your head. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Um, ah, I'm yeah. this. Uh, it doesn't take you too long Um, 20-30 minutes of brisk walk through the snow jumping across the occasional ice flow you've done this now, we're not going to get you to roll for a while before you reach the entrance to the ice caverns where you were before a little bit harder to spot in the snow but with Yerveth's previous survival check of 19 he is able to follow the tracks that are gradually disappearing the recent Mm. snowfall, the tracks that you've left and the scuffles in the snow are starting to be covered up by a fresh layer but you are able to locate your way back to the entrance of the ice caverns um, as you arrive at the entrance you can still see the teleportation circle that are being cast has it's still in place it has melted through the snow and that still hasn't been fixed um, the caverns themselves dark below now that there's no sunlight above refracting through the ice clear crystal blue of the caverns has now faded to grey once looked kind of inviting and beautiful with this light. Uh, reflecting, reflecting and refracting through is now a bit more sinister, a bit more scary. Lucky, could you uh, do that cool light axe thingy my bob again? Sure. I'll just uh, wait for the actual uh, or see you somewhere. But 
It's not a Tinker's Constructs. The it's the um, like uh, almost like a Artificer's version of Cantrips. Yeah. Is Isn't it actually? Like I think it's actually from the Mace. Here we go. Hollow uh, bonus action to activate or deactivate shooting uh, bright light thirty feet and dim light for an additional thirty feet. Cool, cool. Yeah. So you got Sixty feet. Oh, actual armor thing. Yeah, it's an actual yeah. armor thing. Armor thing. So, yeah. So, so he he takes out the um takes the mace off the back of his shoulder and then twists the handle and goes boom. So it's it's um yeah. So it's 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 the little flames that, you, that comes out of it when he casts Grim Flag back, but it's um okay. just. In my mind, I was like uh, imagining cool. the spikes turn see-through as you like turn it and it turns see-through, and the light within shines out through the spikes. And then when you do a green flame blade, you're like shattering a spike, and it's unleashing the flame oh, within. Cool. But no, 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 that's you do it how you want it. That's just, I, that just popped into my head. I was like, oh, I'm going to do that for a character. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't use it, I'm using it <laughs> for an NPC. All right, tell me that like... doesn't ask me now. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. So for the so moment. 60 feet. 60 feet dim, 30 feet bright. For the moment then you watch as flames begin licking around the edge of his, uh, the edge of Loki's mace, creating this sort of very warm orange-yellow light that is, is instantly reflected off the ice around you and lights up the caverns quite nicely. The dark is banished and it seems much more inviting than it did a moment ago. Shana, what kind of markers are you leaving for Jenna? I see you've written here, shape water arrows. So I know Easy. that, yeah, so I know that shape water like unfreezes within an hour, but like I'm yeah. thinking because we're in like a frozen place, it's probably going to stay frozen, hopefully. Yeah, I would say that you also know that you could just use your finger and melt out an arrow in a carving, and that's not going to, that's not going to yeah. melt or disappear. That's going to be much easier to keep in place. I'm going to be a nice DM. Yeah. Exactly how to leave a mark that's not going to fade or anything. <laughs> she does exactly that. These cool ass arrows in places for Jim right. to follow. I've paid for Oshawa. I've paid for Oshawa now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Peanut? Or was it butter? Butter. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, I, I never named my Pokemon. This was the one time I was going to name them, and I had all these like Japanese names lined up, and I was going to call <laughs> them after a different Japanese spirit of, of the elements. Uh, <laughs> and I can't do that now. Now you have peanut butter and maybe jelly. You've got peanut. To be butter, fair, they and... were also named after a Disney show. <laughs> Which Disney show? PB and J. Cute otters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is where the name oh, butter came from. Oshawa is an otter. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'll pay that. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. As Shana, periodically, every time you take a branch part, branched pathway or anything like that, you'll carve out an arrow. Easy peasy. Yeah. Super easy to do. So, um, what are the rest of you doing? What's our marching order as we head into the caverns? Oh well, we should. Aren't we getting a little bit of guidance? Are you? Should look at the the priestess. The priestess looks over at you and goes. I I rarely go down in the caverns. There is danger down there. We stay out on the ice floes. Did you bring me here to guide you through these caverns? Well... <laughs> what a waste of everybody's time. No, she doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say that. 
Yikes. If you can't guide us, then at least you can tell us what's coming up. I what changes are down here? Any information creatures. is useful. What creatures like? The cult have been down here for many years. Uh, they have had access to this place for a while. That's where they have been mining out this deep section. They mm. have uh, creatures that they work for them. These large toads. 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 Um, I'm gonna at that at that mention because Yareth probably wouldn't have been looking specifically for this. Are there? He's gonna look at like the floor and see if there's any like tracks leading into these caves that aren't our tracks. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, are these? Me... Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You go. No, I was gonna say like he just wants to know if this is like a like a main thoroughfare or if it's just a cave. Yeah. Um. Roll another survival check. I'll get, I'll get you to do a new one. Um, yeah. Just because. Oh, yeah. Twenty-four. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're an expert tracker. Um, mm-hmm. As you begin, sort of focusing, looking through, concentrating on where you're going, um, you do notice there are, yeah, a number of tracks that have moved through this area. Um, some of them look to be clawed feet, almost lizard-like, draconic clawed feet, much smaller than a um, than a dragonborn. Mm. Um, maybe some sort of... I mean, it looks a little bit similar to the lizard folk footprints you've seen in the New oh, yeah. Jungle. I'd say probably your mind would go to something like maybe a cobalt. Yep. Um, you can also see very strange webbed-footed markings. Mm. very odd to you um yeah almost like a frogs or a toads yeah i think as at the men- as when the sahuigan sort of mentions that i, I kind of like look at mirror and i kind of nod like she's telling the truth like there's definitely been cult mm. and webbed toad fingers like creatures down this path i kind of just nod I, I don't i don't elaborate too much i just kind of like nod in agreement to what the sahuigan sort of saying yeah fair enough Mm-hmm. Well, um, oh, sorry. at least we're on the right track. If they've come down here, then maybe we'll find something from the cult that could lead us to a main... Maybe they've got a main path down here that hail... I don't imagine that they're really hardy if they are toad folk down here. Mm-hmm. I assume they're the same as the ones we saw in the swamp, maybe? You don't know. don't know. That's what you I'm would, assuming. You wouldn't know. <laughs> none of us would. Oh, none of you would either! Oh, no! <laughs> How could a toad survive in such cold conditions? That's, Doesn't make any sense. That's why I'm wondering if they've got something down here to bypass the surface. Mm-hmm. A sort of heat source or something. Or a highway. You can oh, get quite warm in the ice when you enclose yourself. I don't know, have you ever been in an igloo? No. Not, oh. not yet. I make... Great igloos, just you wait, yes. Oh. We're Excellent. Way to camp, yes. But I look forward to it. I'll show you well, my special. Okay. I look, I look forward to it. Um, 
But I guess if our secure friend isn't going to lead, I suppose I could have a look for us. I'm pretty well versed, I guess, in the cave. Well, not necessarily the caves per se, but I can um, can certainly try and track these these these, these footprints somewhere. Better you than me. Before we go any further, and um, Shana's sort of talking to the Sigu again now, she's like, is there, uh, from what you know of, is there a predator of these giant frog toad creatures that you would, you know, be a traditional predator? She nods. Um, There's a creature. Arctusquam. Do not know the translation. Troll, troll ice, I, troll of ice. Ice trolls. Ice trolls. Could ice you trolls. could you describe uh, as best you could? Could you describe the what this thing looks like um, for me? I might be able to uh, create a illusion that looks like one of these ice trolls if we run into them and maybe scare them away. Hopefully now with an exit so that they don't run towards us. But you know what I mean. Um. Yeah, she, she sort of looks deep in thought for a moment and then goes, tall, uh, large, uh, pale, white, blue skin, big claws, big claws, long, shaggy hair, hiding braids, wear skulls of victims throughout waste, can regenerate, can heal from attacks. Very oh, dangerous. Yeah. So you could avoid. I I think avoiding that would definitely be a good idea. Uh, do they should you know should we run into one? And which I really hope we don't. Um, are they? Do they have any weaknesses that you know of? Not that we have found. You have to cut them down too quickly. Then they can heal. Have to be quick. Okay. Takes uh, seven seven hunter. So you can hunter. Kill troll. Meat is foul. No point. I appreciate the information. Um, also, uh, uh, I, I just did have a thought. Um, do you have enough water and whatnot down here? Like, is this snow enough, or do you need more liquid water? Um, she sort of looks at you a bit strangely, as if she doesn't quite understand the question. Um, she holds up her decanter of endless water and is like, "Do you need water?" <laughs> Like, not, like, giving it to her, but, like, you know, just sort of, like, eh, eh! Sahugan needs, uh, salt water. Fresh. Ah, so okay. Sorry, no, this is fresh. Can't help you there, but, uh... Apologies. <laughs> Good intentions, bad execution. She's very confused at you. <laughs> will you bring... Will you bring me down there? Sure. I guess Shana looks at the others and is like, you know, just sort of like trying to like sort of gesture. It's like, is there any point in bringing her? Like, should we just let her go and just, you know? If you run into <laughs> troll, do you have time to set me free? I think not. You take me down there. I think I meet death. In subject. Can, yeah. Is she, yeah, is she more capable than she's currently letting on? Or very good question. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, very good question. 
please roll me a roll me an insight check. Eleven. You're, right. you're not. You're not a hundred percent sure. Again, fish monster. Hard to read. Yeah, um, hard to read. Hard to read. Look, I, I'll put it this way: what she has said, if it is the truth, does make sense. However, you did see her wielding magic before. She has not wielded it since. Whether she's biding her time, whether she can't access the magic, you don't know. You've, you just don't know. You don't have enough information. She's not revealing. Can I remember, uh, and this is my memory, not Mira's, but did they kind of say, the Sahurgan, that they were against the dragons? Like, they... they they just didn't. They didn't want anything to do with them. They were obviously. Yeah. Them. You know what saying? They had said the dragons had been eating. Uh, yeah. A number of the food sources that Sahugan rely on, and been scaring uh. away the rest. Had been depleting the ocean. So the Sahugan were worried about their ability to continue surviving with the dragon. Alright, Mira. Mira will go up to her and just be like, "Look, we don't." We're not going to die down there, but I think you've spent long enough with us to know that we're trying to do the right thing, and I'm trying to do the right thing, and so it's up to you. It's your choice, and she'll untie her bonds. Uh, she, she's currently manacled, but yeah, you can. You can. I'll, yeah. I'll say Jin has given you the lock in case you need. Yeah, I was gonna say if not, I would have used my thief tools to help. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you unmanacle her, she sort of brings her arms around and sort of like rubbing at her wrists before she looks over it. And Mira's very wary. She's like, yeah. mm. I, I can go. You're free. You can go. And you will let Harshun come right at your ship go. And you return. If we yes. return. What, what do I do if you do? I'm sure Lewis will let him out regardless. <laughs> is there some phrase I can say to your companion? They will capture me or kill me if I approach unbound. You could tell them that Mira spared you and that you have safe passage back to the ship. What do I have for proof? How? Hmm. Give her anything because it'll look like evidence that we're dead or something. Is the other thing. Yeah, that's true. Could you shape water oh, something? Mira, like uh, melt, but Mira, uh, it melts in an hour. But um, do you have any paper mm -hmm. and a quill on you, just quickly? Oh yes, I should write a letter. You're right. Yes, no, you. you. <laughs> just <laughs> quickly. Oh, <laughs> the most obvious thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there like, oh, that's a tricky one, guys. How are you going to provide proof? How are you going to provide that proof? If only there was some way to write down a message, record what you're thinking. Yeah, what do you write it's on like a piece Mirror's of paper? whole thing, right? Like... <laughs> what do you write on a piece of paper? Oh, did you have an idea or otherwise? Oh, uh, I, I was just, whatever Mirrorson would find believable, I guess. 
and oh. unforgeable. So do like a good signature or something. Yeah, like yeah, just... good signature. We have released this person. Please release her friend. Yeah, um, I've seen your handwriting. It's, it's great. It's better than mine. Yeah, and then just, has lots you know, of the yeah. If you have like a seal, you put your seal on it. I don't know. Is that because Whatever every you do, time you write a letter, you, over, you have to look at your hands, and all you can see is the blood dripping from them. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Only writes in the Harry Potter quill. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I must not tell lies. <laughs> um, so you, what, do, what do you write in the letter, just so that I know? Because this is this is going to matter. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be to address to Leosin. Yep. Um, Dear Leosin, hope you are well. Yeah. The ice here is very cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a very dark in this cave. Yeah. <laughs> we saw a dragon today. <laughs> actually, that, I, that actually that's a good point. I'm going to mention the dragon um, because they need to know about that. Yeah. That's um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say, nice. um we have released a prisoner of our own free will. Um, she is free to choose her own destiny. But she knows that what we do is for their own benefit. Please release the other prisoner. Um, please and please um, be as peaceful as you can. Also, watch out. There's a dragon around. Don't be so peaceful if there's a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, she she takes the piece of paper. This will this will secure my my friend's freedom. Oh wait. Um, Mira will take out her seal because she actually does have a seal and stamp. You have a seal, yes, you do. Um, yeah. It's her, yeah, it's in her kit or whatever diplomat's yeah, yeah. thing, um, which is going to get used. And she will she will mark it with her seal. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, um, yeah you, you, you mark it off. You have the seal all assigned, sealed, and uh, to be delivered as you hand over the yeah, uh, as you hand over the the scroll to the Sahugan. Um, takes the scroll nods before you go um stops and turns you'll around. uh <laughs> when sorry sorry just a quick one um as you approach the ship hold out the letter and just say i have a letter from the party for leosin um just so that it does get to the right person i have a letter from party for leosin yes yes very well thank you i'm you could have yeah. chosen not to spare my life and the life of my comrade. You have shown great honor. Thank you. Well, hopefully we'll be doing the honorable thing and ridding of your land of this plague as well. Yes, and then we can go strong once again. We, we are sorry for the uh, misunderstanding, the, uh, the sea hag and that encounter. I am sorry sorry that we chose a less than ideal master. Sometimes you're just guided by the wrong influences. That's all. (laughs) Shanna just has a a good chuckle to that. (laughs) (laughs) A thumbs up slowly emerges from your shadow and then disappears. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't happen. Um, She knows once again and begins trekking out across the ice as she reaches the first of the ice flows she dives in through the crack um, sort of shattering the very thin layer of sea ice and disappears underwater 
I did write that on vellum, didn't I? I heard paper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! Her, you didn't tell her it couldn't get wet. She is a Sahugan who has been out of water for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We tried. Um, the, the wax seal honestly should be enough. I'm sure Leoson will infer the meaning. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. The wax seal is a, yeah. When you added that, because like, as soon as you said paper, I was like, so Hugin's gonna jump in the water the first chance she gets. She's she's drying out. Like I've been keeping track of how much time it's been for her out of water. Been a bit of time out of water. It's like she's jumping into the water first chance she gets. Writing a note on paper. Okay, good guys. And then when you said the seal, I went, all right, all right, we're good now. We're good. Yes, miscellaneous diplomatic items for the win. Lucky last minute improvisation for the win. Um, yes. Very nicely done. Yeah, she disappears. The ice caverns are open below. You can see that the the shaft just heads very much down, sort of a sort of fifteen degree angle deep into the ice, uh, quite steep. Hmm. What would you guys do you... like to do? How steep are we talking? Like, are we talking like? we will slip slide down the thing like a giant uh, slippery slide or is it like kind of an angle uh so 15 degrees is a fairly decent angle uh there is a possibility that you might slip if you walk down this and you can see that it's not evenly gouged out into the ice it looks like it's been almost melted through the ice um, the pathway dips and rises it's not a perfect tube down it sort of turns and twists and uh, there's areas right. where the uh, tunnel has sort of paused for a second, plateaued, mm. and then gone back down even steeper. There's areas where it sort of, um, flattens back out, it's much less steep, but overall it's it's a pretty steep decline. Deep is it a... is it like a gradual decline down? Or is it like... It varies. So it's, it's as I said, okay. it's, it's steep in some sections, flatter in others, but overall mm. it's, a, it's a fairly... I, w- I would say a moderate decline. So not steep, not gradual, halfway between the two, overall. But there are steeper sections for... and gradual sections. Alright. Well, they're like the steeper sections. Um, Shanna's like, hey, I have uh, ten pittons on me. Do you guys carry any climbing equipment at all? I have a wax seal. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Helpful! Uh, not quite for climbing, sorry. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess her plan is for like the steeper sections, she's going to find a crack, put the pitten in, and then sort of have like a rope belay system to get them mm-hmm. all safely down and you know yeah. hopefully you know climbing shit yeah no no, no absolutely i mean um, I, I, no, it's fine. I, I i can get it but it takes an hour to do so that's fine yeah would you believe that you ever doesn't have climbing equipment is yeah, it, it is the climbing equipment that's all i need is a rope trick that's right <laughs> That's climbing. That's you could, I guess you could use Thorn Whip to. Oh, you don't have Thorn Whip. No. Oh, <laughs> 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 I do. I still to this day find it hilarious that you've got yeah. Rope Trick but not Thorn Whip. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna find a way to give it to you somehow. I think it's just too funny. But so like I, when when like at the end when you're, you're like ultimate boon from the gods for saving uh, the world from the have where there's been some powerful magic beyond your grasp for too long I bestow upon you that which you have coveted but been unable to reach and then you're like yes what can I do hold out your hand yes. and vine just shoots up in the air you're like oh, 
<laughs> like everyone else is like ascending to the realm of gods and you're there with your vine just whipping stuff <laughs> um, we'll, we'll find a more suitable uh, suitable price for you I think um, amazing yeah the the pitons uh, do you want to make me a quick uh, side of hand check there later Ooh, slide up hand. I certainly can. Ooh. 22 for oh, actual 20. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, Shana, you've also just pointed out that they're there as well. I like that you could also just use shape water to make stairs. Um, yeah. As you as you go to hammer the first pit on in, you're like, oh, shit, I could just make stairs. And at that point onwards, it's just, you just literally just start making stairs in front of you. As you basically, you just melt the shape of stairs into the ice as you walk down. The water flows downhill away from where you are walking. They're a little bit slippery because they are now wet as you've shaped water. Um, but with your ability to shape water, you can also just shape handholds into the ice wall as you go down too. So with your natural 20... Well. Yeah, exactly. And with you helping as well. With your natural 20, uh, it's very easy for you to do that. I have now paid for Cyndaquil Alley. Like, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, oh. As you... all fair and square. It's all square now. Um, as you begin walking down the stairs, the, yeah, the light begins to fade behind you. Even though the clouds are quite thick and the snow is, is quite dense, there is still some sunlight behind you, but that fades rather quickly. And before too long, you are completely reliant upon Lockie's Mace, which is letting off this very warm gentle soft uh yellow orange glow the tunnel continues for about 80 90 meters just down and forwards before you reach a large open section of ice almost like an amphitheater 20 meters across and in the center is a hole with a ladder leading down to a chamber below the chamber below is currently dark there is no illumination there is no light below but as Loki sort of leans over and shines his light, you can see that, um, yeah, the, the area below, um, it's a few dozen baskets woven, woven from sort of leather strips, um, a few sort of furs and things like that, and a large ice cavern. Um, yeah, I'm just going to kind of like look back at everyone and go, so, uh, like, like quite, quite quietly, sort of stage yeah. whispers, he's going to say, um, how much further do we want to take this little scouting expedition? Seems like we're uh, getting awfully close. Can we hear anything? Any, any sounds of life? Or... Ooh, do you want to make me a perception or investigation check? Oh, I never do these. You well, never do it. these? Well, you're getting to do one. Yay! Hey. Investigation. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> 13. 13. Mira. Um, no sounds coming from beyond except for the, the sort of the drip of water on ice and water on water. But you do see just in the for a few seconds out of the corner of your eye uh, a flicker of movement from below. You're not sure what just this flicker of movement coming from the area in front of you, the, the tunnel sort of leading off out of this large square chamber below you that you can now see. Sort of leaning over this hole. Yeah, the, the chamber below you looks fairly large. Um, sort of 50 metres or so by 20 metres. And then a pathway leading off towards the southwest. And there's a flicker of movement from that pathway. Just for a moment you catch in your peripheral vision before it's gone. I'll just whisper. 
I, I saw something. There's someone up there. Um, illusory what? ice troll time, do you think? Uh, uh, oh, I don't know. They were pretty quick. I don't imagine a troll would be that fast. But I can, I can no, 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 go no, into I the can... darkness if you'd like me to scout it out. Give you the heads that, up. That's probably a better idea. Sure. Yerveth, at that, Yerveth will um, sort of sort of like leave the group and just sort of move very carefully, stealthily, if you will, into the next uh, cabin. Yeah, as you as you climb down the ladder uh, into this large open square ice chamber, the other sort of above you, the light disappears fairly quickly. There's just this circle, this cylinder of light shining down from above where Loki's standing with his mace. Um, but in this room here, there is no light, Yerveth. You do have. Uh, I've dark vision. vision. Yeah, you've got. Yeah, you've got. Yeah, low light, dark vision. So you can kind of see a little bit, but um, it is fairly dark in there. As you begin sort of looking around, trying to spot things, do you want to make me a perception or investigation check? Mm-hmm. Twenty nine, Yerveth. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> It's all right. Like you've tried. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the. As you, I mean, it's it's not thirty, but yeah, it's. it's, I mean, it could be. (laughs) At the end of the day, it could be better. Um, as you yeah, as you begin sort of looking around, you you notice that part of the cavern wall here where you are standing, this area just off towards the left. I might actually bring this across to the map, hey, because I think we're well and truly on the map now. Um. This section of cavern wall, I'll just zoom in nicely for the podcast here, for the YouTube viewers. This section of cavern wall directly below you isn't actually ice. Oh. There's some sort of surface. It's not as transparent. It's sort of semi, semi-opaque. Mm. And it's very cleverly or very um, masterfully disguised itself onto the ice. But there is a section of ice here about sort of five feet in this uh, roughly um, roughly circular shape that has attached itself to the ice. And immediately your mind goes to some of the creatures you saw in the jungle. And this reminds you a little bit, very quickly, of grey ooze, uh, a species of slime, which oh, normally disguises itself as stone or rock, but this one seems to be disguising itself as ice cavern wall. All right. Is that like how how much of this surface can I see? Like, is it the whole wall or just a section here? Just okay. Yeah. So basically, ten feet away from you, directly south, at the entrance to this large square chamber, the the corridor, there is a grey ooze that has hidden itself in the uh, in the wall. It's, yeah, it's I, I will. Im- yeah, I'll immediately stop at the realization of what that is knowing that grey users can be pretty dangerous, especially if you're caught unaware without the rest of the group, like, kind of with me. Um, so I will return back to the, the like, kind of, like, couple of, to take a couple of steps backwards and then head back towards the ladder. Climb back up the ladder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Climb back up the ladder and uh, relay that information to the party. Is it? Is it a troll? Is it a giant troll? What is it? No, 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 no not a troll. Uh, seems like some sort of grey ooze. Uh, a grey ooze? Yes, yes. Oh. Have you have you dealt with one of those before? I don't think we have, actually. Oh well, pretty nasty. Well, uh, they they like to hide in 
blend in with their surroundings. Much like myself. Yes, not as elegant. A little bit more gross and disgusting and slimy. Um, But yes, there's one... There's one on the wall <laughs> near, near the ladder. Can we sneak around it, or...? Hmm. We could try. Or maybe that's what it's waiting for, waiting for someone to walk past, and then it'll get you. Right. Yes. What yeah. do you mean, get you? It'll jump out and engulf you. It's an... Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, thought, I thought we were talking about some sort of gelatinous, like, pudding or something. I didn't realize I could actually move. Oh, they can. They can be quite. They're usually quite slow, but um, I think if we get close, it'll it'll take its chances. I see. Is there no way to go through it? Or we could go. Pa- we could it? go past it, or we could destroy it. That seems to be the the two options. There's, there's only one way uh, way out of the chamber below us, and that mm. takes you past it. So I can step back and just. Oh you, yeah, Mira, you could blast it. But that'd be yeah. good. That'd be fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I can Eldritch blast it as well from here. Oh yeah. Do we? I'm not too sure my arrows will be too effective against it. Point and shoot. Yeah, shall we, shall yeah. we stand up here and see if we can hit it from the top? <laughs> uh, yeah. might, might need to get a little closer, I think. I don't know if the angle will be quite right. What kind of distance are we talking in, like, DM? <laughs> oh, no, you can, you can see from yeah, here. It's only yeah, 25, 30 feet. It's on a bit of a diagonal because yeah. you're obviously up higher, but it's, it's okay. 40 feet away tops. It's not yeah. that far away. Huh. Yeah, nice. All right. I don't even have to have line of sight for this thing. As long as it's within range, it doesn't have to be a straight line. Doesn't have to be able to see it. Nice. So, uh, so anyway, I started blasting. Do you want to roll me to hit? All right. Uh, Twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five is going to hit. Roll me some damage. Uh, so nine is the first one. I'm, I'm just going to keep rolling in, until you've saved it otherwise, I think. Yeah, no, no, no. You can, you can roll again. Push can. Yep. 19. Yep. Yep. You get two blasts anyway. Uh, okay, stop, 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 stop. That's <laughs> um, is anyone else doing anything else? I just need to know for, for six. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might add some magic missiles into that. Yeah, go on. Do you want to roll so a magic missile? A, a, a little bit, um, better be shoulder, just ping, ping, ping. Yeah, a few what, little what level are you casting? Just so that I know. Um, let's see. Ah, uh, yeah, first. Let's go first. first level, yeah, do a. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll throw in a firebolt. Yeah, chucking a firebolt. <laughs> Why not, eh? Sure. Um, Yeveth? Everyone else is getting <laughs> on this action. Are you, you joining in? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you. Would he, would he shoot an arrow at the wall? Um, at the slime? Yeah, why not? He'd, he'd, he'd want to feel like he's included. He'd, he'd be like, <laughs> to be, wants to be part of it. Um, yeah, fantastic. Oh, lucky. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and yeah, but yeah, do you want to roll your damage too? Yeah, I'm not sure now. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, sweet. Why are you guys? You guys sound worried. What's what's going on? What's wrong? It's too easy. What do you mean? I always get worried. Sound happy. 
<laughs> you overthrowed it. This thing was going to jump out and surprise you. You overthrowed a fucking 29 in his perception. He spotted it straight away. Um, yeah, the, mm-hmm. Literally, as all of this hits it, the cube is... The, the cube, sorry. The, um, the grey ooze is absolutely destroyed, and you watch as it melts and falls to the floor, leaving a perfect eaten-out imprint of where it had been in the ice wall. Um, yeah, it's gone. Yeah. I did it. That well is done. not the, the deadly creature that you made it out to be. Well, I mean, it's usually just me. When I've encountered it, it's been just me. I didn't have you all here with your powers. Aww. Oh. <laughs> you also remember they're ambush predators. They, they're, they're weak when you know they're there, but if, if, if yeah. you don't know they're there and they surprise you, that's that's when I get the advantage. They're, yeah, they're ambush predators. Yeah. Yeah, but are they usually in groups or are they solitary creatures? Mm. Um, You've seen them both. You would have seen some of them in groups, some of them solitary. If they've recently yeah. divided in groups, if they haven't recently divided, solitary. I can't, yeah, I basically relay that to 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 uh, Shana. I said, um, depends if they're divided or not. There could be others. Right. We'll Once we get down there, I think Shana is just going to have Eldritch Blast just ready in one hand, like... Like, she is keeping an eye out, she's like, I do not want to get oozed! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 absolutely fine. Um... All right, well, you, so you know what to look is... for. Sorry, you guys go. No, I just, uh, yeah, I just say, you know what to look for. So keep your eyes open. We don't know what else lies down here. Well, yeah, if your eyes are pretty good, so do you want to... Oh, oh, yes, of course. I can continue, if you'd like. We'll follow you this time. We'll... Won't we? Yes. We won't let you... We won't let you get attacked by any more oozes ever again. Okay? Th- thank you. I can tell you it is not pleasant. Yeah. I will stand just behind you with the light. And oh. Push you. Well, that would be very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> and so, obvious. Um, <laughs> so lucky so so yeah put yourselves if you if you're climbing down the ladder put yourselves in marching order um so you have it in front lucky right behind shana at the back mira in the middle is that right yeah yeah cool cool, cool. and yerveth you're looking out for any other things in the corridor correct yeah um so i'm basically looking for creatures but also probably more like slimes and traps and things like that yeah and, and are you are you focusing in front of you, around you, behind you, where are you kind of like talk me through? Def- the- probably not behind. I, I, I would probably yeah. trust the party to sort of have the rear. Uh, yeah. I'd be probably just looking at the, like the, the, the walls, the floor, um, yeah. and and as far as the distance I can get, like ahead as well. Um, yeah, cool, cool. So yeah, Wall, yeah, walls and floor, distance ahead, easy peasy. Lockie's profile. Uh, how high are the wall? Uh, is the ceiling as well? Ceiling is yeah. about twenty-five feet up. Um, okay. So that's about I think five, four, five meters. Um, or five, six meters. I think it's about five, six meters because it's six feet to a meter, isn't it? So about, yeah, sorry, about four, five meters up. Okay. Um, Shana has the rear covered. She's keeping an eye out for ambush and has her shield and blast ready. Perfect. So Shana's looking in the rear. Loki, you're providing light. Mira, are you going to kind of assist Shana looking out the back, are you? Yeah, I'll keep doing um, the sim- symbols for uh, Jin as well. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. Nice, yeah. All right, perfect. Feel free to also, move. Also, also I'm, um, I'm, yes. I'm ready to cast a spell if something jumps out at you. I will probably also, 
Yep. Keep it like I, I know that the ceiling's relatively high. Like twenty five feet is pretty high. Yep. But I would also do the occasional glance up, knowing that like obviously we just fought a grey ooze and yeah. they like to ambush, so yeah, I'm yeah. like thinking might jump down from the ceiling, sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to make me a uh, perception check, please, Yoveth? Absolutely. Nineteen. Oof. Beautiful. Nice. And I'll get Shana to make one when she's back as well. We'll let Ali know that she can make one when she gets back. Um, yep. Yoveth, absolutely. Yeah, as, as you sit for, please feel free to move as you wish. Nice. I will pass the 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 spot where the Great Ooze was and yep. we'll continue through this corridor. Yeah. Keeping um, my wits about me. I'm going to stop you right there, literally right there. As you oh, step into this corridor, you happen to glance up. Just as you said, you're just glancing up every so often. Um directly above you Yerveth literally as you look up you notice a square section of the ceiling begin to almost move a little bit closer and you have just enough time to jump backwards out of the way as a giant perfectly square section of the ceiling detaches and drops with a onto the ice in front of you Uh, you you just are able to spot this in time Unfortunately, I'm going to get everyone to jump into initiative because I need Yay! to know what things are happening. So make sure you click on your... I, I, oh yeah, I didn't say I was ready to cast a spell. Yes, you did. Yeah, I yeah. Get yeah. Which spell I'm going to cast... Yep. I'm going to cast Blur on Yerveth. Okay. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, so Blur, seriously I believe, means that it has disadvantage to hit him, correct? From uh, yep. Yeah. It does indeed. I also had Eldritch Blast, just good info. Yeah, yep. No. Uh, that was for the back, though. You said you were watching the back and had a blast. Mm. Yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it can, can you come to mind. Oh, no, I didn't do the turn tracker. Gelatinous. Cube. Just so that you can see the name on the turn, turn tracker. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you click it again and roll initiative, I think I want you to be able to update the initiative for you. Yeah, who's who's missing? Me. Oh, Sorry, just roll Okay. Uh, what was your initiative, Lockie? Yeah, it was 15. Fifteen. Take this. <laughs> nice try. Um, beautiful. Yeah, Lockie. So you're the first to act, uh, which kind of works as you get this spell off. Um, as as this thing just detaches from the ceiling, leaving a perfectly cube-shaped hole in the ceiling above you. Um, yeah, Yerveth is kind of like jumps back out of the way just in time, uh, and you cast blur on Yerveth. Uh, what would you like to do for your turn, Lucky? Well, I will. Um, uh, the, the, I'll hold my shield up, and the front of your shield will spin and wind up and cast Thunder Wave, and Absolutely. cast it at third level. Yep. Um, so that's going to affect everyone around you, <laughs> unless you're using the. No, it's a Cuban yeah. front, I believe. Ooh, that still might hit Yerveth, I think, the Thunder Wave. Yeah. If I put the corner of the cube, wait, let me see if I can draw it. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I gotta be on the corner. Put the corner cube yeah, like that. Can... Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. So cast it from the corner. Um, yeah. That's a good question. No, Thunderwave is each creature in a fifteen-foot cube originating from you. So it's actually oh, so yeah. it doesn't quite look like that. It actually looks a bit more like this, Lockie. Just so you know. Because yeah. it's originating from you. It's a fifteen-foot cube originating from you. Let me let me pull it. I thought no, I thought it was you stand you stand on one um you stand on one edge of it. Spell. Yeah, it's a good You're question. on one no, I have some bad news. I've got a picture of the Thunderwave spell. Um, 
Let me I thought there's a cube that was like that because it originally you're on one side of the cube and it has in front of you. No, no, yeah. no, no. I think it's, it's actually probably... around you. Um, each creature will take. Ah, uh, here we go. Is thunder? Is thunder wave central of the caster? Here we go. Um, Oh, okay. It's not necessarily centered on the caster, um, though it can be. The, origi the origin, the origination point of the cube is anywhere on a face, not necessarily the center. So it has to be on a face of it. So it can't be on a corner. There you go. Um, you can feasibly center it on yourself, or place it in any other point of the cube's effect. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, you can. That's a face like that. It's still gonna get you. Mm. That's alright. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's Consave, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Jeremy Crawford, one of the guys, has uh, he just doesn't have to be centered on you. The point of origin of a cubic area of effect, including Thunder Wave, is on the face of a cube. So it just has to be on the face, not inside of it. Um so I've done Thunder Wave wrong in the past. But yeah, lucky. Um as you blast out Thunder Wave, I better roll a Consave for the Slapmus Cube. Yerveth, could I have one? I am also gonna roll I'm gonna use a reaction to absorb elements this as well. Ooh. I believe you can, yeah, because it's thunder I can damage. do that. Yeah, yeah, it's thunder uh, damage. The cube gets a con save of 22. Now, it's got a plus 5 to its constitution. Sorry. Mm. Okay, so it does save this, but it still takes the... Half damage. Yeah, it takes half damage. Yeah. Yes. Half damage uh, and Yerveth, you take half from um, Absorb Elements. Oh, no, do, uh, do you make your roll first for Absorb Elements? I think you do. I don't know. Take half again. Yeah, yeah, so I'll roll, what is it, constitution save? Yeah, so let me double check. Um, oh no, so do the spell first, because it's a reaction, so you do the spell first, so don't do your save yet, do the spell first. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have resistance to the triggering damage type until the start of your next turn. So, uh, that's just roll the damage, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I've marked it off as a spell slot. So yeah, you've marked it off as a spell slot. Um, yeah. So, and thunder is your thunder is your thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you have resistance. So you, you roll your con save, and it's going to be half um, whatever the. Oh yeah. So, oh so, yeah, I'm going to need it. <laughs> so six. So six thunder damage. Um, Ow. And you can now do it does an extra d6 of the damage type, which is a so you get an extra two thunder damage on your next melee attack. Yay! Cool. Amazing. 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 Um, yeah, as Loki lets out this thunderous wave of force, um, the cube kind of like vibrates a little bit, but nothing else seems to happen. Um, oh, no. You hear um, the boom echo through the ice tunnels, just. Uh oh. For uh. the sound of cracking ice <laughs> deep within. I oh, may no. not have thought that through. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> no. The spell I'm, I'm taking a thunderous right now, guys. audible out to three hundred feet, feet. Um, through ice and water. That is actually a considerably greater distance. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. we have just lightly awoken the ice troll. As you hear this. this Pull the took. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else on your turn, Lockie? Do you want to shout out? The Tempest um, Guild are here! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You've already done that. Oh, right, <laughs> I have like, some breadcrumbs for them to follow to find us okay. e even easier. It's it's hard uh, for all these enemies uh, to locate you guys. Yeah. 
I did not. I did not think that through. But I will bonus action cast um, uh, my defensive field. So for nine, ten hit points. Yes, absolutely. Um, Mira, you're up next as this as this blast of, uh, of thunderous energy um, echoes through the walls and the floors and the ceiling. Uh, you just hear it echo sort of three, four times before silence, and then the sound of cracking ice. Oh. No. Uh. Okay. Um. Hmm. I'm just gonna blast this thing. I'm just like, okay, well, I guess we better get rid of this. Uh, I'll just do a, um, what I was gonna do. Uh, so I just realized uh, Lockie should be emitting dim light up to 60 feet and bright light up to 30. So I've just reflected that on your tokens vision, Lockie. Oh, cool. Cool. Yes, uh, yeah, so Ray of Frost for this one. Oh, nice. Uh, 25. Yeah. Uh, it's 11 25 damage. to hit a gelatinous cube. Oh, it's going to be pretty close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got an armor class of six. Um, yeah. <laughs> 11 cold damage. Um, yeah, as you freeze a section of the cube, um, a, a perfect oh. cube is frozen and it slides off and drops onto the floor and shatters. Yeah. It's also 10 reduced um, movements reduced by 10 feet, which I think might reduce it to zero. Uh, its movement speed is now. Yeah, no, five foot. It's got five foot of movement. Ah! <laughs> okay, I'm, I, I'm just going to back up a bit. I'm just like, I think we should give whatever's coming a bit of room. Just going to back up away. Um, anything else on your turn, Mira? Can I bonus action listen to see if once the echoes <laughs> can, gone? Of course you can. Yeah, yeah of course you can. Uh, roll Drums me a in the deep check. or something, you know? Roll me, roll me a perception check. Let's see how much you can Wait. make. Ten. Um, all, all that's sort of going through your mind, Mira, is your own voice. This, oh god, oh god, oh god, did anything hear that? I hope the dragon didn't hear it. What did they call that dragon? Or the tour? Oh god. It's just your own yeah. yeah. Echoing in your ears. Um, no, you you don't... It's just silence after that. that sort of, there's that sharp crack of ice in response, and then it's just been silence ever since. Okay. As far as you can tell. Okay. Um, that's my turn. That's your turn. Yerveth, you're up next. Yay. Uh, Jesus, Shana, you're going after a gelatinous cube. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my well. God. Wow. I rolled a zero. No, I didn't. Mm. I rolled a. What did I roll for the gelatinous cube? Um, I rolled a, f a nine minus five. No, minus four, sorry, is five. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Yeveth, what are you doing? Um. I don't know. I think I'm gonna so just try and do what I do best. Crackling around your sword. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna whack it with my mosaic sword, short sword. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen is gonna hit. Uh, yeah, ten piercing damage. Um, you do get the sneak attack right because it's the dread ambush. It correct. It's the first time you're going on your initiative turn. Yeah. And I get another attack as well. Yeah. So 10 plus 3. Yep, 17 is going to hit. So 10 plus 3 plus 2. So 15. Yep. And then 17 draw, draw me some damage as well. Draw me some piercing damage. Ooh, 12. And then I get another one. 12, yep. 
24. 24 is going to hit. That's good. Another 12. Another 12 damage. Wow, you are absolutely then, wrecking this thing as you are just carving off sections of it. And the extra D8 as well. Easy peasy. And then I will bonus action disengage and run <laughs> yeah, away from it. Probably a good call. <laughs> as you, uh, yeah, as you basically just run away. Um, yeah. The gelatinous cube is going to go five and <laughs> move on to the. <laughs> <level. laughs> um, Lucky, you watch yes. as this creature just literally moves up to you and then oh, no. into you. Uh, could I get you to roll me a dexterity saving throw, please? Is this considered an attack? No, this is, uh, it's just a move. Uh, it's not an attack. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. You can do it. Dexterity saving throw. I believe in you. No, you can do it, Lucky. You're going to be okay. Oh no! Oh no, Lucky. Narita, he was not okay. That's a, that's a, that's a five, Lucky. Um, How many characters oh, we lost no. to gelatinous cubes? Um, I, I, this happens to me regularly. Yeah. Um, Lucky, as the cube moves up to you, it can only move five feet. It moves up to you, and you are just pulled inside of it immediately. Um, oh my! I need you to. Uh, you take. Uh, you take 3d6 acid damage. Let's roll that first. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, it's 13 acid damage, Lucky. <laughs> um, and you're uh -oh. going to take some more damage on the start of your turn. Um, you can't breathe and you are restrained for the moment as well. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, you don't need to breathe. You don't need to breathe. I didn't need to breathe anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Um, it's fine. The cube, you watch as the cube then reaches out, this large section of itself sort of moves forward. It looks like it's trying to sort of reach out, can only sort of reach like five feet in front of it. It can't really get very close. <laughs> then suddenly you watch as this pseudopod, this large section of goopy mass that's reaching out, hardens into an ice crystal and then shoots in a straight line down the middle of you. Mira, oh, Yerveth, no. and Shana, I need you all to make me dexterity saving throws as this shard of ice crystal shoots towards you as this reveals itself to be a gelatinous ice cube. 27, Yerveth! <laughs> 21, Shana! <laughs> Six, 16, Mira. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't resist, sorry. Uh, all of you pass, so you're all taking half damage. Um, let, me roll the, let me roll the dice for this. Um, I imagine you ever like backflips out of the way. Oh, like, yeah, like, I, rolled, I rolled terribly. Um, so seven damage is the full damage. Uh, each of you uh. are going to take half of that, so only three ice damage. Uh, however, more concerningly, as this shoots through and hits the back wall, you watch as it strikes the ice, a section of the ice is pulled forwards as another cube forms out of the oh. ice at the back wall. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, I'll add that to the Does end. my ready to action still count? No. <laughs> Does not count. <laughs> um, unfortunately not. This is uh, gel cube. So we've got gelatinous cube and gel cube. Um, Uh-oh. And it is now added to the initiative order. Uh, that's okay. the gelatinous cube's full go. Shana, it's your go. <laughs> oh, God. As I roll a zero on my initiative. Uh, so that's what did I roll? I rolled. Uh, oh, that was actually a uh, a four. Four minus four is zero. Wow. Wow. Well, what size is the cube? Just out of curiosity. Uh, this one's a little bit smaller. Sorry, it is. It is actually full size, but it's not. It's only. It's a little bit smaller. It's about half the size of the other cube. 
Okay, and, and the original cube, what size would that be? Has lost some of its mass yet, has shrunk a little bit. I can shrink it to, to match that if you like. There you go. You are still stuck inside of it though, sorry, Lockie. Okay. Good question. Uh, Shana, it's your go. You can see Lockie is still engulfed in this thing. Um, sort of like floating a little bit in the cube, sort of looking around a little bit concerned. Um, and then this other yeah, cube has really. formed out of the ice behind you. Alright, right, you're good. Don't worry, so Lockie's fine. So the does is shouts out to the others just in case they didn't see the other cube but it's like hey guys there's another cube behind us just in case you didn't know um ah. and then she is gonna do two eldritch blasts um into the cube containing Loki, doing her best to avoid Loki because like she does sort of have some dexterity with this spell yeah. so she doesn't want to hit Loki, but she does want to hit the cube yeah well, it's, it's 10 feet cubed at this point so it's, it's decently large yeah. um yeah go on Roll me, roll me an one. Oh, natural one. Um, how much of a dick? Can you roll me a percentile dice? Oh, no. Oh, no. Percentile dice. You need to get uh, above 50%. Oh, above 50% uh, is what you want. D100. Um, it shoots through and glances off the ice. Uh, 21's going to hit 5 force damage. Yep, I'll mark that off on the cube. Yep. Um, Anything else on your turn? Man, what an awful roll. Um, and then she's... Oh no, damn it, that's touch, isn't it? So I just have one quick spell read. You can you can go touch uh, it if you like. No, she'd, she'd want to touch Lucky, but um, oh, okay. not going to happen. So with that, she's um, going phrasing. to move... <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> She's gonna move off to the side so that she can't get hit by another one of those damn pseudopod things. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, the new gelatinous cube. Um, five, ten, fifteen. Oh, so close. Um, it's gonna move up, and uh, you watch as uh, it summons a pseudopod. This time, rather than forming an ice spear, it forms this bludgeoning surface. This large, almost like a mace solid ice spike um, and is going to make two attacks um, one against Yervis one against Mira uh, Yervis does a 17 hit you oh that's my AC so does yes does hit you um, I'm really sorry that's 15 acid damage <laughs> so sorry 15 cold damage sorry 15 cold damage um, oh, did you want to do absorb still... elements because this is a reaction potentially uh, I already used a reaction in my turn so I can't not this turn didn't you uh, still the turn, like the first turn order. What was the reaction? Uh, no, I think you've. Oh, well, then I will absolutely. Because yeah, you, you, you've used elements. the absorb elements to attack, so you you, you do have a reaction. Yep. Yeah. Did you want no, to? No. Uh, yes, right. I will. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Go for absorb elements. So you'll take half damage. Um, so that's fifteen halved to seven, uh, and your blade, the the blade now swirls with this ice energy as it just sucks the cold out of the uh, the cube. Um, mirror, fifteen. No. You're okay? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Doesn't hit. Um, it just flails uselessly as Mira ducks and weaves underneath it. Um, that's the cube's full go. Uh, Lockie, at the start of your turn, mm -hmm. you take 66 acid damage. Whoa! Whoa! What? 
It's always done that. D6 or 6D6? 6 D6. Yeah. On a failed save, the cube enters the creature's space. The engulfed creature can't breathe, is restrained, and takes 6D6 acid damage at the start of each. Oh, at the start of each of the cube's turns. You're okay. No, no, no. Sorry. You're okay. Start of each. So it's not 66. It's 66. 6D6. Oh, 6D6. Yeah. I was going to say, 66 damage is a lot of damage. Yeah. I'd read it wrong. I'd read it wrong as well. It's not at the start of your turn. It's the start of the cube's turn. You're okay, Loki. It is your turn. Um, sorry, I had, I had a brief panic that I was like, oh god, that's not good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. So, Lockie, so it is your turn. Um, he, you are restrained. So you can try and escape by taking an action to make a strength check. Mm-hmm. Or, or um, yes. I can, as he's floating inside this cube, Yeah. he's not panicking, kind of. But he sort of reaches inside, and and the the cube in his chest mm-hmm. just starts quivering a little bit. Okay. And and he's going to ceilings are tap into 20, his power. Five feet high, just so you know. If you're using what I think you're using. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. He's going to tap into its power, and he's going to cast enlarge on himself. Okay. Um, fantastic. Chuck it, chuck it in chat so we can, uh, we wow. can read it out loud. We'll go through because you're doing your giant's legacy, basically the um, giant's yep. construct. Uh, yeah, oh, you yeah, watch as the, yeah, you watch as the, the 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 central core of Loki begins to whirl and twist as gears begin sort of clunking and opening it up, and Loki begins growing in size quite rapidly. Um, so. Choose a creature or an object that is either worn or carried. No, that's not you. So your size increases to... Um, so you double in all dimensions. So <laughs> how tall are you, Lucky? Um, yeah. So yeah. you're now 12 feet tall. Um, yeah. He's now your weight is multiplied by, by eight, eight as well. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to say that because you are inside the creature, I'm actually going to have it roll a constitution save. Uh, otherwise, it's going to take... Because you're expanding out of it. I'll roll a con save. I think it's going to take 10. That's a fail. Uh, Loki, could you please roll me 3d8 bludgeoning damage? Yes. Nice. Well, he's in the middle of it, and he just suddenly grows, expanding it all. Yeah. yeah. So I think this Rapidly. would actually cause some damage. Five oh. bludgeoning damage. Oh. One plus two yes. plus two. <laughs> the, dice, the dice gods are not smiling upon you, good sir. Um, but Loki, yeah, you you are now... Let me just increase your character token. You are now the same size as the cube. You're actually bigger than the cube. Um, Whoa. I would say for the purposes of this, you're no longer restrained by it as you expand outwards. You are larger than it. It cannot fully engulf you anymore. Cool. Alright, um, well that was my action. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to go bonus action and do my, um, uh, the shielding again for another nine temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to step out of its threat. I'm going to try and step out of its threat range. So I'm going to go back. And yeah, if I want to second tap, I'll swing against me. That is absolutely fine. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely will. Uh, it's going to use the same ice, um, attack that it used on the others. Uh, cool. 21 Loki, I guess, is going to hit. My AC just hits my AC. However, some good oh, news. I rolled awful damage. Um, I rolled two ones plus a five. So seven oh. cold damage, which. Yes, um, wait, just wait, just wait. Not too bad at all. Hold, 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 I got one thing. Unless. Um, wait, 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 Where is it? Oh, yes, I use my reaction to cast it. So it's, it is um, forced back 15 feet. Okay. 
Because uh, uh, as it hits 15. me, my shield fires up again poof, and hits it back and launches nice. it back for some feet. Um, yeah, it's uh, it is just blasted back. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not enjoying that experience at all. Uh, anything else in your turn, Lucky? No, that's it. Hard to be a moose. It's yeah, hard but... being a moose. Yeah. I, I yeah, will but... step back with my friends over. Yeah. Nice. You're up next, Yerveth. Yeah, um, based on my attack from previous, like, yeah. did it do any sort of damage with my sword against it? Like, oh, or yeah, it yeah, you carved, off, you carved off huge sections of the cube. Um, oh, cool. It's, it's right. sort of more of a dodecahedron at this point, because you were just carving away <laughs> as you went. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. All right, I will, um, I will do, I'll try to do the same against the new one. Behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 21's going to hit, except that's my attack. 12 is still going to hit. <laughs> Uh, oh, and they get the sneak as well. And cause... you get the sneak as well, plus 11. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll do the absorb. One hit. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I'll do the absorb element damage as well. Yes, a d8, I believe. Six, uh, six. cold damage. Uh, you watch as the cold damage seems to deal no damage to this creature. No. A shrug. Uh, and then I do another attack. 26. Uh, it's close. Yeah, 26 hits. Yeah. You're, you're only 20. 20 uh, the class over what you need to be to hit this thing. Yeah. And that's just damage. Beautiful, yep. beautiful. Yeah, 30 damage in a single, uh, single turn is not too bad. Bonus action to disengage and I will run. <laughs> just run away. Over there. Yeah, fair yep. enough. Um, Mira, you're up next. Yeah, I think she'd be noticing the cold damage. She's like, ah, the cold cubes. Okay. Um, and she will, she's going to take a step back because she needs to get some range so we'll get opportunity. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'll make that opportunity attack. Um, 19 mirror. Yep, that'll hit. 12 cold damage. Woo! Oh, I'm resistant to cold. 6 cold damage. Halved <laughs> for 3, because you're resistant. No, it was halved. Was it? 12 halved is. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Alright, and I will twin spell firebolt, one for each cube. Oof. Okay. One. Two. Where is it? Oh, okay. Oh, Natural oh, 110 no. is not going to hit you. Watch as the firebolt sort of flies overhead and smashes. Which one? Let's say this one was the closer one that you're aiming for. Yeah. So maybe that's the one you hit. The one further away is a bit of a trickier shot, so it doesn't quite work. Yeah. Um, the 12 definitely hits, though. Um, 15 fire damage. It does 15, not look yeah. like it likes this. Um, yeah. So that's doubled so 15 30 <laughs> mira how do you want to do this Yay! <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah how do you want to it do just, this it just fizzles like it a just lava fizzles lamp. um yeah, yeah as as this firebolt shoots into its core you watch as the cube just fizzles and melts and just dissolves into a puddle on the floor disappearing from view uh, anything else in your turn mira <sighs> No, I will. Yep, I'm safe now. Yep, I'll keep listening. Okay. Um, the gelatinous cube that was pushed back. Uh, is it that ten feet reduction? That's only for one attack, isn't it? For the, uh, the yeah, it's just, yeah, until the start of my turn. Yeah. So five, ten, fifteen. It's gonna dash because <laughs> it can't do anything else. <laughs> five, ten, um, fifteen. It's gonna, it's gonna try for lucky again. It's not very clever. <laughs> There's not much it can do. Um, 
Loki tries to engulf you. You are too large. Oh no, it can enter a large or smaller creature's space. So it can still, it can still, oh no, but it's shrunk. This is smaller. Mm. No, it can't engulf you. All it can do is try and hit you with acid. Can I have a con save, please, Loki? Sure. Can't, it's not even a deck save, it's a con save, because all it can do is try and like acid you. That's it, that's all it's got. <laughs> Natural 20 for 27. Wow. Um, you just hold a hand out and push this thing back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's its, that's its full turn, <laughs> Shana. Um, I tried to, tried to re-roll to see if it could create another cube. I, I, rolled a, I rolled a three. I needed a five or a six to get that ability to make more cubes. 19, 21 is going to hit. Eight plus 14. Nah, that's enough. How do you want to do this, Shana? That's it. That's it. Yay. 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 It's big mirror's uh, lava lamp again so that it's two lava lamps. Yeah, you just <laughs> it, just, it literally just dissolves as you do 10 extra damage. Um, with that, the two cubes sort of melt away to nothing, leaving these puddles of water on the floor. Um, you are out of initiative order. The first thing that Shana wants to do just very quickly is use her silent image yep. and just sort of try and mimic the look of the cavern yep. without us in it. And so like, as we're walking along each action, she's just going to try and move it along so that should there be an ice troll, we're kind of hiding behind a silent image of an empty cavern tunnel. Okay. Oh, it's like a, yeah, all right. So, so try and like do the do the cavern wall. Let me just have a quick look so you can create the image of an object creature or some of the visible phenomenon. Um, hmm. So you can't change it. Oh, you can alter it as the image changes location. You can alter its appearance so that its movements appear natural for the image. Okay. So it's going to be a bit tricky to do the ice, an empty ice cavern, but what you probably could do... Um, Maybe just black or something, if we're, you know... Yeah, or do you want to just do like tunnel? a caved-in section of ice even? That might... As if yeah. it happens of... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Caved-in like section of ice. Like a dark cave-in, like... Try and block off as much of our light as possible with, like, yeah. negative colour or whatever. The light's still going to shine through because it's not blocking anything it's not it's not real it's just an illusion but yeah the 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 rock the, the sort of the ice cave in probably makes the most sense i would say so i'll get an yeah. image for you um and we'll put that on and you can move that around as you as you see fit um yeah so that's nice. concentration but because of my warlock stuff it's like a free cast so it's like yeah, yeah. There you go. that's probably the best best ice flow i've got there it's like a nice comet almost all right, cool. We'll put that in the way there yeah. so that it's covering the, the cavern wall. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what would you guys like to do? You can see the cavern is open and inviting before you. Uh, the pathway heading deeper into the ice. I'll, I'll just delete the cubes from that because they literally melt away to nothing. Um, yeah. The passageway seems open before you. Loki is now a lot taller. Uh, <laughs> double size. And Loki, with your increased weight, every time you take a step, eight times your normal Ooh. weight, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. The ice sort of cracks and groans underneath you every time you take a step. Hmm. I would imagine you would be shrinking back pretty quick, though. It's a minute. Right? Uh, I, I I shrink back when I when I wish. Okay. I think I might wish though. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he watches um, as the mushroom wears off and uh, warrior. I mean, Lucky <laughs> shrinks back <laughs> back into back into plum form. <laughs> uh, he watches Lucky shrinks down. Yeah. Good way to get rid of ooses. Yes. Nice. That was. Uh, I'm glad that we didn't die. Yeah. Me too. I, you can you can see why I was a bit worried. 
about that. I can, I can see, yes. Yes. No, you're right. We'll keep an eye out for oozes, although they're very sneaky. Yes. Mm. Well, uh, shall we continue? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll move this, uh, this image, guys, as we go, um, and, you know, pretend that there's a cave-in. Um, we need to keep an ear out. If we hear this troll, Lucky, you need to kill the light. Um, or, it's... unless you guys think that's a bad idea. But, um... We'll be able to see, but we could yeah. s- sneak past it, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Well, my thoughts are, is, um, I want to avoid this ice troll at all costs. Um, we've got this illusion that makes it appear that the ice tunnel is caved in, um, and potentially, my, my thoughts are that, you know, it's heard this booming of Lockheed's, um, the thunder wave, and maybe yes, we could trick that. it into thinking that it was the cave-in! The cave-in made this noise! Yep, so oh. that's, that's why I'm cautious about the light, um, because you know, if you see a light coming from the cave in, then it's probably not, you know. <laughs> but it does does my light shine through the image? Yes, it does. Yeah, the image isn't tangible; it doesn't block light. Okay. That's okay. As long as I'm, I'm the only one who can't see. I'm pretty sure. So if I just hold on to someone who can, then we can sneak around. Even better. No, I, I, I mean, will. Maybe... I will give Mira um, my rope and be like, I can. I can see decently in the darkness. Um, maybe hold on to this rope and that way you won't get lost. The the, the light affects me as well. Oh yeah, dark Wolfrush didn't have dark vision. I know it's really weird. But... Yeah. yeah. Need to get the upgraded Warforged uh, specs with the night vision. <laughs> well unfortunately they weren't invented when I was made, so Ah damn. <laughs> yeah, and Shanna um... does the same thing. And ties the rope around Lockie so that because she also has that vision. Yeah, yeah, nice. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll shut my light off then. As you guys are sort of chatting and talking, uh, a figure moves out from the dark beyond a corridor, just stepping into view as it looks around. Small, diminutive, sort of lizard like dragon creature sort of looks very carefully and then gestures behind it. Emerging from the darkness is a large, hulking shape sickly pale white blue skin reaching down towards the floor dragging these clawed knuckles (laughs) across the ice long shaggy hair tied up in braids with bones and skulls tied through it open maw with large tusks grunting through (sighs) kobold turns towards the large ice troll I I think I think I heard something in this something in this area. Oh, Caven, Caven, you should clear, clear Caven. The troll steps forward and reaches an arm through the illusion. (laughs) And that is where we're going to end for tonight. Nice. (laughs) Because at the same time, you guys hear from behind you, um, what are you doing down there? As you see Jin uh, emerging from the top of the (laughs) Looking down. Shut up, Jen. And that is where we will wrap up for tonight, uh, so that Jared yeah. can join in the fun next session. Um, alrighty. Lucky we needed to turn your light back on. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I don't know what you guys are worried about. 
Um, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We have had an absolute blast. Uh, cannot wait to see you all again next week for some more Dungeons and Dragons. Very, very excited. Until then, stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again next time. Join us tomorrow for some Avatar Legends, or Saturday morning for some Pokemon, or better, join us for both. That's it from me. Catch you later, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Farewell.